Hi, I'm Neve Ennis, transformation coach and host of your Tough Love Energy podcast. I work with women just like you who want greater clarity on where they are going in life. Together, we restore your confidence, we rebuild better boundaries, and we reconnect you with who you are deep inside. Using mindset, spirituality, and pure practical advice, I guide you and I equip you with all that you're going to need to bring about change in your life. We get you to that place to believe, to see not only that change is possible, but that it is entirely possible for you. What you're changing doesn't matter. What matters most is that you give yourself permission to do just that. So without further ado, let's jump right into this week's episode of Tough Love Energy. Hi there, and welcome to this week's episode of my Tough Love Energy podcast. Now, today we are going to talk about forgiveness, the facts, the fiction and the truth. It was Oprah who said that forgiveness is giving up the hope that the past can be any different and how true that is. I recently decided to forgive someone, not because they came to me and said they were sorry for any of the hurt that they caused or because that they finally acknowledged some of the deep pain that their actions had had on me, but because I was tired. I was tired thinking about it, feeling it. And I knew that above all else, that I deserved the peace, the peace of mind and the peace of just the peace of knowing that there was closure, that it was done, that it was over. And so I decided to forgive them. Now, let's get this out of the way early. Forgiveness doesn't ever mean condoning what somebody said or did. It's simply not a requirement. It's not necessary. And and I really want you to understand that from the beginning. You don't need to reach the point where you feel okay with what was done or ever okay with what was said to you for you to be able to forgive. And that's a big myth. It's a big piece of fiction around the whole topic of forgiveness. We don't need to feel to reach that stage. We don't need to ever feel that we have to think that what they said or did was okay, so that we can forgive them. Why then, you might ask, is it so important that we forgive? Well, For me, forgiveness puts an end to allowing what happened affect how we're living our lives right now. And honestly, that's the very best reason that I can think of to forgive. So let's look now at what forgiveness is not and what it does not mean. So forgiveness doesn't mean that you need to dismiss the truth of how you were hurt. You absolutely do not need to dismiss it. In fact, the more you can acknowledge it, the more you can connect with it, the more you can be aware of it, the closer to forgiveness you are going to get. The more awareness that you bring to just how hurt you were and why the better chance that you have of stopping it from continuing to control your behaviors, your thoughts, your feelings, and your emotions. Forgiveness is all about letting go. That's true. But it's never about letting anyone off. You know, just because we let go of something doesn't mean that somebody has got away with it. Unless, of course, that you count yourself in that 
bunch are in that batch. It, it is about letting yourself off. It's letting yourself off the torment of reliving the hurt or the betrayal or the disappointment or, you know, whatever is at the root that's causing the need for forgiveness. When something happens and you are hurt or disappointed or let down, you're naturally going to feel um, an experience uh, like a whole variety, a myriad of emotions, anything or everything from rage to anger, from betrayal to shock, from pain to sadness, from disappointment to just that feeling of being let down. And these feelings will continue, you know, uh, probably on a bit of a loop. They'll interchange with each other repeatedly until you stop them. What can happen next for many of us is that we lose a sense of all perspective and we shut down. We become closed and in some cases we can become bitter. This disconnects you from all future hope of moving on from what happened. You don't want to become bitter. You fool yourself into thinking that the best thing you can do for yourself is to put all the necessary barriers in place. And how many of us have done that? And honestly, all this will do is, well, first of all, you think what it's going to do is that it's going to rescue you from the potential of feeling so vulnerable again and that it will, in effect, stop you from ever getting hurt again. But it really genuinely doesn't. So try to understand, try to reach as impartial an understanding as you can. And I know that sometimes when it comes to the subjects that require our forgiveness, this can be really tricky. By trying to understand what happened, why it happened, what part did you play or what part should you have played but didn't, by, by really getting to understand that again, you are getting yourself to that next layer, that next level of understanding and beginning the process of releasing the hold and the power that it has on you. Because remember, anger or hurt or disappointment or any of those strong, negative, passionate feelings, they control us, whereas forgiveness releases us. To understand something to the level that I'm talking about here, it probably will require reliving it. Now, I know that that's the bit that really puts people off. The thoughts of having to go back to that place and to feel how you felt when it happened, to relive it, it's never appealing. I get that. You really don't want to have to forensically explore the details. You just want to forget it happened and feel better again. But that's just the point understanding it or observing what happened and bringing your humanity to it is enough to help you to start feeling better. Sometimes that's actually all you need to do. We just have to confront what is taking up so much room, so much of our headspace. And to try and ignore that is in fact giving it permission to root down deeper, root down further inside of us. So if we confront it, we're beginning the process of releasing it. But if we ignore it, we're giving it permission to stay. So if you had a difficult relationship growing up with a parent or a caregiver, and if you attempted to now 
look back on that relationship and see how you could start to maybe release some of the anger or the disappointment or the hurt that you felt. A good way of doing this is to attempt to view them as humans rather than as parents or caregivers. It can just often help you view them or see them in a different way. Asking questions such as, did they do their best? Or or even if you were to ask yourself, you know, what, what do you believe were their true intentions. This may actually, in fact, alter your level of compassion for them, by them for you. Now, I might be, you know, describing that a little bit clumsily, but it's like, you know, if if there was a teacher or a parent or an aunt or or a guardian or somebody that was looking after you growing up and you don't feel that they nurtured you or that they equipped you or that they gave you what you needed or maybe simply put that maybe they didn't love you like you needed. What I would ask is that maybe in order to try and reach a level of forgiveness for them and for their actions or their inactions, ask yourself, did they do their best? What were their true intentions? And that in itself will dredge up that compassion that you have in you for them. And this won't, again, just to reiterate, this won't mean that you'll be forced to forgive what they might have done or not done, but it might provide you with the further insight that you need and the understanding that will ultimately open the door for you to heal. We can't talk about forgiveness or forgiving other people without addressing the the primary source of forgiveness, which is forgiving ourselves. Forgiveness, as we know, is often described as it's a deliberate or it's a conscious decision to let go of those darker feelings of anger and hurt and resentment and and even sometimes revenge that we hold towards someone or the desire for revenge that we might hold in us towards somebody else that we believe have wronged us. And it's important to note that while we might be quite generous in our or, or more generous in our ability to forgive others, or at least in our desire to want to forgive others, forgiving ourselves usually proves to be the most difficult part of the process. The healing and recovery process needs you to be honest with how you're feeling. When someone wrongs you or hurts you, you can honestly sometimes feel that you're expected to react in a certain way. The reality might be that inside you're just in an awful lot of pain. You need to feel free to be able to express that pain, to express how you're feeling. Not to do so will just intensify the hurt even more and ultimately will cause more damage to you. Always be honest with how you're feeling. If you're hurt, say it. If you feel let down, admit it. Forgive yourself before you can start to forgive other people. So how to forgive and how to move on? Well, you know, as I've said already, forgiveness, it it is about giving up the dream that what, what would have or could have or should have happened, in fact, did not happen. And we didn't like what we were left with. It's to do with, isn't it? It's to do with the accepting of the truth of what did happen and then learning how to move forward. So forgiveness happens like this. And this is a very simplistic portrayal of the journey of forgiveness. We accept what has happened. We accept when it happened. We forgive others for their part. We forgive ourselves for for our part in it. And we accept the now, the present, and we lean into it. 
We relinquish the hope that we're carrying in us that the past could have been anything other than what it actually was. We detach ourselves from that hope. You can't change it. You can't change whatever happened at that time. You can't change what brought you to this point and made you you. You can't change any of that. But you can absolutely manage and navigate your way out of it. If someone hurt you that that even, you know, I get asked this a lot about people that, you know, um, may have, you know, had tense relationships with their parents or with family members who may have died or may no longer be with us. And so that can be really difficult that if someone that hurt you is no longer around, you have this feeling of being left with a lot of unresolved issues and, and with no opportunity to get answers or to get the, the, the release or the, um, that sense of of the release that you get when you express your disappointment and your hurt but truthfully it has also been my experience that it is very possible to release the anger and the hurt and the betrayal to somebody that is no longer with us in actual fact it's actually very easy or a lot easier than you might initially think. I don't want to oversimplify this, but it's a lot easier than you would imagine to be able to forgive somebody without actually even having to have the conversation with them. If someone hurts you that's no longer around and you're left with all these issues and you don't have the chance or the opportunity to speak your mind, then why not write to them? And in your letter, even express exactly to the very letter excuse the pun, how you're feeling. Say everything that you've wanted to say for so long that you've had bottled up inside you, but that you just never had the chance. Write, write, write until you have nothing left to write. Then, and this is maybe where it might feel a little bit woo-woo to you, but, but I've done this and I have had clients do this and it's very powerful. Go outside into the nighttime and burn that letter. And so the energy of the anger and the disappointment and the hurt that you've been carrying around with you, that you can only express and articulate in the thoughts in your mind, you're now getting them down on paper. You now got them out of you. So they're gone from you out into the world. The energy that you've carried with you has now gone up in flames. And honestly, I promise you, you'll feel much lighter. It's a really simple but extremely powerful way of letting go of all the buried thoughts. And and when you think about it, that's what forgiveness is. It's about releasing those buried thoughts. So let me leave you with these few questions um, and in line with the tough love energy and everything about forgiveness is about being compassionate and gentle with yourself, but also, you know, adopting that tough love energy about, you know, that you're no longer going to carry around the anger and disappointment and betrayal and hurt that you feel. You're not going to carry that around in you anymore. You're going to release it. You're going to forgive the other person, which, as we say, does not mean condoning their actions, but you're going to release the feelings that you're carrying with you. And that requires a good dollop of tough love energy. So these questions. Where do you need forgiveness in your own life right now? What anger and resentments are you holding on to that in turn are holding you back? Who do you need to forgive? 
so that you can feel free. I really invite you to have the courage to let go of the disappointment and the hurts and the betrayal. We all get hurt. We all need to learn how to forgive. Replace them with a sense of understanding and releasing. And remember, you're doing it for yourself. It's not easy, but it feels so bloody great when you do it. And you trust me, you really do deserve the peace. We all do. And I'm going to finish this up with a brilliant quote from Richard Rudd Rudd on forgiveness, who says, forgiveness, whether of yourself or another, is about releasing yourself from a series of energetic hooks that link you to a certain person or past event. So release yourself. Let go of the energetic hooks. Free yourself. You deserve it. That's it for now. I'll see you next week. So thank you so much for joining me for today's Tough Love Energy podcast. I really hope that you found it useful. I would absolutely love to know and to hear what your takeaways were from this episode and all the other episodes as well. So come and find me on Instagram. My handle there is at one Neve Ennis or on neveennis.com. Let me know how it's helping you get tougher with yourself on going after what you want, what you desire, what you need. And also let me know how it's helping you be gentler when you get there. I'd also love if you went over and subscribed to the show on your favorite podcast platform, not from an ego perspective, I promise you. But if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could leave me a five star review, what this means is that more people will get to hear it. So I'll be able to get this podcast and all my other podcasts in front of the people who really need to hear it. Also, just to let you know that I've developed a quiz just for you that's going to help you identify which kind of people pleasing type you are. Now, knowing this or having this information is really useful. I believe that I understanding our people-pleasing tendencies is at the core to helping us remove some of the things that are blocking us or getting in our way. So once you know what your people-pleasing type is, it's very helpful because it teaches you how to get past it, how to manage it. And I'll also be giving you some tools and guidance and mantras and affirmations to do just that. So I'll put the link in the show notes below here, but you'll also find it on nevenice.com forward slash quiz. Thank you and speak to you soon.